Hi, I'd like to welcome you to our show. I'm your host, Prang Medic. We're talking about life as a child of God and all things related to his kingdom. Thanks for joining us. If you're a new listener to the show, you can find articles and books and other resources on my website, www.prayingmedic.com. You can also connect with me on Twitter. Just look for Praying Medic. Now let's jump into this week's show. My guest today is a friend of mine from Twitter named Tasha Marks. Tasha initially contacted me because she needed healing for something, but by the time we talked on Skype, she didn't need healing anymore. So we talked about the things that the Holy Spirit has been teaching her, and she was nice enough to share some of the things she's learned from reading my books. I apologize for um, not getting back to you on Wednesday. Oh, it's okay. I know you're busy. I I am busy. I want to write another five or six books uh, this year. I've enjoyed the first, the two for sure, and I've got to get the other one. Which uh, which books do you have so far? Well, uh, Divine Healing Made Simple was the first book that I read. Okay, that was awesome. I mean, it was just it was so great. I, I couldn't. I, I wanted to read it all at once. I, I didn't want to put it down. Um, it's a pretty it's a pretty long read though. It's a long read. I had to put it down. I think it took me two days instead of. <laughs> it, it, took, it took me a little longer than that to write it, just to let you know. Just to let you know. Yeah, well, you're, you're, you really are gifted. I mean, I know the Lord's using you to reach a lot of people. Uh, I mean, just I've read a lot of books. I mean, just this last, um, I guess, year and a half, the journey of things changing in a deeper spiritual walk. Uh, where, where the Lord was bringing me, and I probably at this point maybe read like 28 books. Wow, you're like my wife. But my wife has a Kindle, folks, <laughs> and she is like, like last night when we went to sleep, she's like, "Oh, honey, I I want to I want to read this book." I <laughs> she's got tons of them, and she's always wanted to have a little more time to it's read. Time. Right, but, if I could yeah. just have more time. I was on your I was on your website and that's when I found out about I did not realize that you come out with how to um see in the spirit. And wow, I got that immediately and devoured that really quick as well. That was a great 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 book. Have you done any of the exercises? Yes. I've Have done the exercises. Seeing anything different going on? Yes. Yes, and so I have to tell you this is what this is amazing. Um that's my wife. Hi. Hey, baby. I said his books are amazing. It's just changed my life. Wow. Let's just say that the Lord was really leading me to just learn more and more and more, as much information that I could get my hands on. Um, because what, what my journey over this last year and a half has been is is to bring me closer in with him in that walk. And so my, your book I had, um, I had read. And started doing the exercises. And then um, there was another book. Did you recommend this, Michael? Oh, yeah. I shared Michael's book on Facebook a lot. His book was really awesome. I had to think for a second why it led me to that book. And so then after I'd read your book, I got that book. And when it came in, I got it from Amazon. So I turn it over. And I'm starting, this just gives me chills right now. I turn it over and I'm reading the back of the book, as you always do. You know, I mean, I do that. I read the back of the book and then I'm going to start. All of a sudden, this vortex spiral 
literally in the physical, I'm not talking about looking like really looking in your mind's eye or whatever. I'm talking in the physical. My husband was asleep. I was trying to wake him up because I went, wait a second, this is in my physical eye. And I close my eyes and then I open my eyes back up and it's still there like a spinning tornado. And I'm looking at it in my bedroom on, on the back of the book. <laughs> on the back of the book. It was, so this was the, you know, at this point, let me think. Okay, I'd already read, this would have been the maybe fourth book I've read on how to, I've read Gateway to the Seer Realm. I read The Seer by James Gall. Then I read your book. And then I read this book. Okay, so or at least I was getting to read this. Yeah, I think really your exercises really, really helped. Like I had been focusing, you know, just for, I don't know, um, probably, you know, 10 minutes, just like what you were saying is uh, really concentrating and focusing on Jesus and just really um, looking in blank spaces, you know, like in, you know, really focus on that. Um, and I think it's just that constant exercising, you know, and so when I got this book, I just finished your book and I went, wow, like this was, I thought, okay, this isn't what most of, you know, when you're discussing what you're saying, how to see in your mind's eye, how to see, um, you know, looking in the blank spaces, I get that, but to show me in the physical, I was just, because I've just been asking and seeking so much, and for him to show me that, I went, okay, this is for, like, I've really got to pursue this, like, this is something I need to train, you know, really have to really, really train and exercise, so, it's been great. I want to see. I'm already ready to reread your book again because it's. I feel like you just can't absorb the information enough. Like there's things that you could go back and then you missed before or that you didn't pay so much close attention to. Yeah. Did you finish reading uh, Michael Van Vleiman's book? Yes. If you go back and read mine after reading his, there will probably be some things that will connect that That's you didn't right. get the first time. Yes. Because I, I wrote my book after I read Michael's book. Michael was kind of the inspiration for me to write my book. When I read his book, I was like, yes, exactly. Everyone can see in the spirit. Right. And he touched on some points there about the imagination. And I thought, I, want to, I wanted to write a book that elaborated a little bit more on those same points and kind of fleshed that out and gave some exercises. So I'm glad that you've enjoyed those books. Yeah, yeah. I, um, I think that so many people are discounting their imagination. Like, yeah. they're discounting their mind's eye because they think, oh, that's just me. I'm just thinking that, right? And I'm constantly, when I'm in that, what I would consider soaking time, I'm constantly submitting my mind to the Lord and the Holy Spirit to, and, and I, I try to just focus until he takes over. And that has absolutely, it's like changed my life. We're not very good waiters. We don't, we don't do well wait and listen. Is that's not what I had been doing. And that's the thing that a lot of people struggle with is, yeah. and I try to point this out in the book, especially the book on seeing in the spirit. There is a significant amount of time where you have to be very quiet and you have to learn how to still your soul and be yeah. quiet and tune out everything, you know, not listen to the radio and the TV and people talking in the background. You have to really be still and know that I am God. I mean, that's really the big key to hearing God's voice and seeing in the Spirit is that waiting time. And it's not an issue that God isn't speaking and isn't giving us revelation. He is. 
It just takes a while for our soul and our spirit to receive it and process it. And a lot of that comes with having our spiritual eyes trained. I know that my wife and I have been talking a lot. It's really funny. Ever since she read Michael Van Vlyman's book, she started doing some of the exercises he had in his book. And very gradually, over the course of, I would say, probably four or five months, she started to see a little bit more in the spirit. She never really saw anything. I would say, honey, just close your eyes. And she'd say, every time I close my eyes, I just see black. But the funny thing is, as she spent more time with her eyes closed, with her soul being still and waiting upon the Lord to show her things, she has gradually seen more and more. And I think she's to a point now where most of the time when she closes her eyes, there are visions that she sees in the spiritual world that are there almost all the time. Yeah. And she's seeing a lot of horses, and she doesn't know exactly what that means. I don't know what it means either. I, you see horses? I see, yeah. As a matter of fact, um, one of the first things that he showed me um, was uh, a white horse on the beach. And actually, I wasn't on it. We were walking with it. And then that was that was a vision that he showed me. It was very peaceful. But then fast forward, probably a week later, he showed me a brown horse, a black horse, and a white horse that were all in a fenced-in area. But the white horse was the was the one that was up like close to us that were what you consider interacting when the other two were just sort of walking around. Yeah, interesting. And right. people ask me, you know, well, what does that mean? I, I don't really know what it means. I do know that for most people, when they get in that time period where their spiritual eyes are being trained, the Lord will show them different images some of which have some relevance to them, like my wife really likes horses. Uh-huh. So the Lord is just showing her, I think, subjects that she's interested in to captivate her, to get her interest, so she's focusing on what he's showing her. And it's just part of her training. As she focuses more and learns to see with more clarity, um, because a lot of the images that she sees are either uh, black and white gray tones or they're not real sharp in focus. But I've, I've noticed, and this happens with most people, the longer you focus and wait on the Lord, the more those images come into um, sharper focus. You see more color, more detail. And as time goes on, everything just gets more more vivid, and, and it's kind of cool. I've noticed that. And it's, it's like, as a matter of fact, I just want to do it all the time. Like, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, it, once once you start seeing these visions, you'll want to just sit there in your chair with your eyes closed, and the Lord will just show you all these movies and images and things, and it's really kind of cool. And eventually what will happen is, um, as you are resting in this relationship with the Lord, he'll start taking you into the heavens. By faith, you can go into the heaven, you can go to the throne room, and you can go see places and the river of life and things of that nature, which gets really cool, too. Wow. That would be awesome. <laughs> that would be awesome. Yeah. Well, it'll happen. It'll happen. You need you need to ask. Right. Just I, ask I him. Right. So you're focusing on Jesus, right? Right. What you can do is say, Jesus, why don't you take me to your home? Why don't you take me to the river of life? I'd like to see your father's house. I'd like to go to, you know, the throne room. I'd like to go. To, <laughs> I'd like to see these things. If you want to take me there, take me there. And then more than likely you'll start your visions will start to change you'll see heavenly scenes and things of that nature i would love that 
I wanted to tell you something. Yes. Michael Van Vlyman and I are both writing books on traveling in the spirit. Really? Traveling yes. in spirit? Yes. His book, uh, when I last talked to him, he's working with a tentative title, something like uh, Traveling into the Heavens by Faith. Mm-hmm. And mine is going to be Traveling in the Spirit Made Simple. Okay. Um, the Lord has been teaching a lot of people a lot more about how to enter into the heavens by faith and how to go to the courts of heaven and get cases resolved. I watched that, by the way, from your website. Did you? I forgot who did that. Robert Henderson? Yes. Yeah. That was great. Did did that resonate with you? Yeah. Well, I mean, I was like, it makes complete sense because the word justice in the Bible is mentioned over 500 times. Right. There's... There's some really good teaching, I think, that's going to be coming out in the next few years that is going to take people further into supernatural experiences in the kingdom. Um, I'm seeing rapid expansion and rapid um, growth and acceleration, with especially with Mike Parsons uh, and his group of people that he's teaching. I posted a Mike Parsons video on my website a couple months ago, and there was a lot of good responses to it. Mike is a really dynamic teacher, very grounded in the word, but ultra supernatural. Um, it knows a lot about the protocols of heaven and uh, is doing a lot of mentoring online. Okay. And he's on, he's on Google Hangouts a lot. And uh, he's got a million YouTube videos that he has uploaded. Um, that It's basically supernatural mentoring. Okay. If, you're, if you're interested... Yeah. He what happens is he gets um he's based out of uh the UK mm-hmm. and he does these Google Hangouts with groups of people and they ask questions and they talk about their experiences and Mike does teaching and you can listen to one video after another after another after another and get all this supernatural training and mentoring and it's like being in a group setting. Okay. Um it's I'm they're check they're, them out. they're kind of cool. Yeah, check check them out. It's Mike Parsons supernatural mentoring. Okay. I will say this, you'll have to listen to about three or four videos and get the lingo down. If you're not used to people talking about experiences in the heavenly realms, you'll have to bear with them until you get the lingo down. Because the the heavens are very, very complex. So when I talk about going to the court of heaven, there's actually many courts in heaven. And there are, there are many different courts for different purposes, just okay. like there are in, in, in the world. Like we have municipal courts, we have county courts, we have state courts, supreme courts, different levels of courts for different purposes. Heaven has the same thing. Heaven has a lot of different courts for different purposes. Right. So Mike talks about the different types of courts. And the other thing that one of the things that Mike talks a lot about is mountains. A lot of people aren't aware of this. But if you look at how often Jesus spoke about mountains in the Gospels. In a sense, he was using allegory, but in a real sense, there are mountains in the kingdom of heaven. Right. And the mountains are the places that we rule from. So Mike talks a lot about mountains. He talks a lot about scrolls. When you go into the heavens, you can get scrolls and mandates from heaven. I have received a number of scrolls. Um, Sometimes I get them in dreams. Sometimes uh, I, when I go to a, the court of heavens and I represent people, usually, um, I will ask for a scroll to be given to me. And whenever you go to the court, if you get a judgment against 
an adversary, you should ask for a scroll. And the judge will usually have a scroll written out and give it to you. And you can hang on to it. When the enemy comes to harass you, you can go, I got a scroll. Leave me alone. <laughs> Get out of here. <laughs> so if you're really interested in growing and being stretched, that stuff will really challenge you. So um, shifting gears here, you know, a lot of people take the view that the world is getting worse and we're sliding towards darkness and everything's getting more evil. And in a sense, that's true. Mm-hmm. If you're over 50 years old, for example, and I am, you can look back during the 1950s or 60s and see a lifestyle that was very simple. It seemed like society was more civilized. It seemed like sin, if it was as common, wasn't as open and talked about. A lot of people just say, look at how society is today. Look at how it was 30, 40 years ago. There's a huge change and it's gotten worse. Well, that may be true, but the cool thing is this. 40 years ago, you would never have seen groups of people going out to shopping malls and laying hands on people and doing street healing and deliverance. Right. That did not happen. People going out and giving prophetic words and street healing is just an example, a small example of ways in which God is addressing the increasing darkness in the world. I have a lot of friends who are finally going into the heavens and they're figuring out what it is that God has actually called them to do. They're getting a handle on their mandates, their heavenly mandates. They're learning how to cooperate with angels. They're learning how to rule and reign with Jesus in the kingdom on their mountains and they're learning to extend their sphere of influence in the world and as much as the world is kind of growing darker in a way some of the saints are really starting to shine their light well if you think about it when the kingdom of god is advancing (laughs) very much aware of what is going on so therefore he's ramping up on his side the lord has seen the encouragement of evil and right. he's training his saints to address it. Yeah, I believe that. I mean, I believe it. I I know that we could possibly, you know, come up against something, you know, uh, that's challenging. But I also know that I feel very peaceful about us, like meaning that he is going to protect his people. I think so, too. I think we're going to see some very difficult challenges ahead. Yeah. But I think that. The Lord has seen those challenges far enough in advance, mm-hmm. and he has put his people into action to get people trained and equipped so that when those difficulties come, we're ready for them. And right. he's going to protect us. He is training and equipping us right now to deal with them. We have not even, we've not even touched the surface with signs and wonders. That's what I'm excited oh, about. Oh, I know. I know. I mean, I, I'm so excited about that. He. He gave me, it was a dream that was so like, wow, that was such a God dream. Like a truly, when you talk about going to the heavens, I, did, I wasn't there very long, but it was more of the situation um, of, of where I was with Christian friends, by the way, here that are my friends in like a, a very wide open room and a glass, big, huge window that looked out into the ocean. And all of a sudden, there was this horrible storm, like just dark clouds came. It was gray. All of a sudden, there was this, you could tell it was almost like a, wow, is this a hurricane or what? You know, this is pretty bad. And I looked, I kind of was, I was talking, but I looked and I went, oh, we don't have to have this. And I literally threw my hands out like I laid hands on the situation. 
I was totally taken up to heaven right when I did that. And it happened so fast. It happened so fast that I went, oh, should I have not done that? Just for a second, I went, uh-oh, did I do something wrong? I go up to the heavens. There are, I, all I knew is these were kings that I, that I was looking at in the clouds. They were all kings. And then the, the, they didn't speak except thought. And they said, it's okay. You, you're going to be okay. Is what they said. You're going to be okay. Then I was felt this peace. I was taken back to where I was. The sun was shining. It was all fine. But my Christian friends were not being nice to me at all. They completely, totally <laughs> thought I was crazy, ignored me, and thought I was You were probably operating in witchcraft. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, wow, is that what's to come? That is what's to come. Do you want to hear a crazy story? Uh, a dream that I had about what's to come? Uh-huh, yeah. Okay, so I just wrote this book called A Kingdom View of Economic Collapse. Yeah, I did recently see that. Okay, you don't have to be a rocket scientist or even a prophet to know that we've got some difficulties ahead in the financial world. So I, I've been studying the subject for a few years, and the Lord's been giving me some really interesting dreams about the future. Uh-huh. In one of the dreams, some thugs, they were criminals, and they were desperate to get somebody healed who had been shot, I think. It was one of their buddies. I think they had gone up against uh, law enforcement or something, and someone got shot, and they couldn't take this guy to a hospital. So they come into my house. They heard through the grapevine that I was able to get people healed. So they come to my house, hold me at gunpoint, and say, you're coming with us, and you need to get this guy healed, or we're going to kill you. That dream illustrated to me that we may be seeing some desperate times coming down the road, but the thing is, when you run into desperate people and you show them what the kingdom of God is able to do, mm-hmm. all of a sudden you have a captive audience. You can right. say to those guys, look, you're out there robbing and you know, knocking over you know, stores and taking things because you don't have any food. Let me show you what God can do. And you pray over some food and you multiply it. There's enough to feed an entire community of people. Mm-hmm. That's the kind of thing that God is training us to do right now. He's training us to work miracles, signs, and wonders so that if times of difficulty come, we can be the answer to people's needs. I believe, I mean, you know, there's been several, which I'm sure you've heard other prophets too that discuss that they really believe that he's putting people in the marketplace in key positions. Yeah. You know, that they will, you know, be the ones doing very well when the rest of, you know, the world is maybe not so much, you know. So I do believe that. I really do believe that as the world becomes more troubled and more worried, like, you know, I had this dream a couple of years ago. Uh, Are you familiar with Patricia King and Stacey Campbell? Right. So in this dream, Stacey Campbell and Patricia King and I, and interestingly enough, Patricia King lives about 35 miles from me. Oh, wow. So the three of us were on a news show, and all these people were asking us questions about what was going on in the world. They were perplexed, and they didn't know what was going on, and they were concerned, and they were asking us what was happening in the world, and we had the explanations and answers. We just sat there and told them, look, this is what the Lord is doing with this, and this is why these things are happening. And you see all this stuff going on? Well, this is what is behind it. And we had all the answers that people needed. I think we're getting into a time where um, secular humanism is not going to have the answers to what's going on. 
Right. And that's when the church really needs to stand up and say, look, we've got the answers. Right. I I mean, I think it's, we're right here. I mean, with, just like you said, the saints are rising up and he's equipping them. You know, I can't get to enough conferences or, you know, when there's great. Are you a conference junkie? Well, I mean, I haven't actually, <laughs> I can't say that because I, I've been to a couple, but nothing in Atlanta that's come that's been, you know, where I've been able to go or recent, you know. Uh, yeah. Now, that big voice of apostles is in Nashville, and it's, of course, the week uh, my daughter goes back to school. And I'm like, oh, it's during the week. Maybe I can get up there for one night, but it's Randy Clark and all of them, Bill Johnson and all those people. It's yeah. a whole week. Heidi Baker, they're all there. Yeah, I think right now is the start of the Kingdom Awakening Conference, which Pete Cabrera hosts. And um, Pete invited me to speak there. And I am working this weekend. I can't. I can't get any time off of work right now, so I haven't. I'm not able to go. I'm just going to sit around, you know, Phoenix and run calls and maybe write another book or something in between calls. Attended a lot of conferences yourself. I, I know. I, I have. I probably haven't attended as many conferences as my friends have, mm-hmm. but I've been to a fair number. I like going to conferences. It's a lot of fun. Do you, and you? Do you really? Because you know the big thing is you know, the impartations, you know, that that's, that's a great benefit. To be able to I be- have picked up some interesting stuff at uh-huh. conferences, probably okay. through impartation. Okay. The first conference I went to down here in Phoenix before we even moved here, um, Todd White was speaking and Patricia King was speaking and Joshua Mills. It was the latter conference. And before I went to the conference, I had a dream that I was going to come to Phoenix. I was going to learn a lot of interesting stuff, pick up some revelation. I was going to go home and write about it. And the people who read what I wrote would be changed by what they read. Wow. So I came down here and I got blown away at what happened and what I saw. And the Lord really clarified some things for me. We saw some really cool stuff. My wife and I had our first manifestation of gold dust while we were here. Oh, wow. Yeah. uh, Yeah. The Lord did some really cool things. And, uh, so, yeah, I, I like going to conferences. I don't get to get, go as, to as many as I'd like to because of my work schedule. But. Yeah, well, and that was the case for me, too. Plus, the, there really just hasn't been that many. Like, Catherine Ruinala is coming next weekend, and, you know, she's from Australia. I've met her. Okay, yeah. When we went to Australia in 2012, Okay. we ended up hanging out with a friend of mine from Facebook who happened to be going to her church. Oh, okay. So on the weekend that we were there... He goes, hey, let's go down to, uh, I think it was called Glory Gathering. Yes. So we went down to Glory Gathering, and she was there speaking and loved their church. They have one of the most awesome services we've ever been to. The glory was so thick there, it was crazy. Yeah. And uh, I got to meet some friends of mine from Australia there and pray for a few people. Uh, One of the women I had been praying for, I actually, this is a crazy story. I created a Facebook group specifically for this one person who needed prayer for healing. And so I created this Facebook group, and I asked people, hey, if you would come in to this group and just pray for this woman, I'm going to create a group just for her. So I had like 50 or 60 friends on Facebook. They all joined this group, and we all prayed for her to be healed. And we prayed for a long, long time, and she wasn't healed. I go there to Australia, and she shows up there at the uh, glory gathering. I meet her. And I said, hey, can I pray for you? And I started praying for her. And she starts getting wrecked by the Holy Spirit. We come home from Australia, and she sends me a message. 
Um, sometime, a couple of weeks later, she says, I just want to let you know, I've actually been able to walk for the first time in years without crutches or anything like that. I don't have uh, the pain that I used to have. Apparently, she got healed. Yeah, Catherine is really cool. She says, I didn't get to meet her, like talk to her, but we got to listen to her uh, to talk, and she's she's got a, a great heart. Yeah, you can tell that. I I saw her. I read her book, too, uh, the one that she was on Sid Roth, and I read that book. And we are actually going to be visiting family in Tennessee that weekend. But now um, I know we're not leaving till early Saturday morning. So I'm thinking I'm going to run over and try to go for at least Friday night, you know, for this. Cool. Yeah, yeah, Friday till Sunday. She's here. But, um, yeah, well, I can't wait to read your next book. It should be good. And I'll tell you, there's another book coming out. I'm working on a compilation book with about 40 of my friends who are writers. Really? We're writing a book, a compilation book on hearing God's voice. See, because everyone is so hungry uh, about that. I mean, I've, re- I've read myself a couple books. Um, and I think, and, and even in your book, you do a really good job of, and even seeing in the spirit too, well, in both the books, is really there's so many ways that God speaks to us. You know, it, it is impressions. It's through our thoughts, through other people. I mean, there's sometimes I can get like an automatic, you know, if I'll ask the Holy Spirit a question about out, um, I feel that like I'll, I'll be on the grocery store. And I'm like, is there anyone you want me to, you know, speak to? Just, you know, speak to me. I don't, I haven't gotten a lot of that right now. But now when I intentionally went down to the home, like downtown Atlanta to pray for people, for some reason, the prophecy was just, it just was happening. It was really happening. And Do you find that you prophesy more easily when you're around other people who are prophesying? Probably. I do too. And so does my wife. My wife considers herself to be really crappy at prophecy, but when she gets around a group of people and they're all flowing in prophetic revelation pretty well, the anointing just seems to jump on her and she can prophesy like crazy in that environment. Well, one of the things they told me, and this was when I, I was I was going through that prophecy class, when, or and then they prophesied over me, the I call it the professional or experienced people. She said, she said, the Holy Spirit is speaking through every cell in your body. Like, in other words, <laughs> wake up. Like, you have this gift of prophecy, and, and he's speaking to you in every single cell of your body. So I started really thinking about that, and I'm going, all of this time, before I was even what I call actively pursuing it, he has always spoken in the way that I like, I can perceive people, like, I can almost, I've always been able to tell how they're feeling, like, emotionally, like, I can look at someone, that's probably why I'm really good in sales, it's been my whole entire career has been in sales, and my husband just goes, he calls it the Tasha effect, (laughs) because he goes, you don't even try, you don't even have to try, and you have them eating out of your hand, you know what it is, and it's been the prophetic gift. Because I can perceive and know what they want to hear and what they don't want to hear and how, like, their day has been going. I can almost, like, just, but it's a feeling thing, right? It's a it's a sensation, like, I, I can really sense them in that way. You know, what's really interesting is several of the people who are going to be contributing to this book on hearing God's voice, that's their mojo. Really? They are prophetic feelers. They feel 
emotions and they feel other people's emotions and, oh, they feel, sure. and God communicates to them through emotions and they drive in through a city and they feel oppression and sadness and they feel like prophetic yeah. burdens going through different places and in different yes. co- communities. I, several of the people are going to write from that perspective. Yeah. It's not just going to be, a, you know, hearing the still small voice. There's going to be a lot of different types of uh, perspectives on how God speaks to us. And I think some people are going to be very surprised at what they're going to find in this book. Yeah, because see, if you go, like, if you actually have prophecy given to you, then you feel like, okay, wait a second, they're just, they're able to just start talking and get this download from God. And you just start to speak over the person, like meaning prophesying. It's like you're getting the verbal download. See, I I don't, that's not how at least he's used me. It's, I've actually depended on the, on the visual. He'll give me pictures, get images, and then I'm just going off the images. Yeah. Most of the time when I prophesy, I get the images uh-huh. and I interpret the images and then speak right. to them from the images. I see. Sometimes I've noticed what the Lord will do is he'll give me one or two images to start and I'll start to speak from the images. And as I get going, then he inspires me. He gives me thoughts and yeah. downloads and right. then he starts to speak through me as I'm talking. Um, anyone can do that. It takes a little bit of practice. Um, some people, yeah, some people, um, they just get those thought impressions and they start to speak and then the Lord takes over and just starts speaking through them and they get that inspiration. Um, there's a lot of different ways, you know, prophecy works. Yeah. And I think that's, that's so many more people would really understand they're actually hearing from God if they, if they really realized how many different ways, you know. Yeah. Well, you know, the, the funny thing is, with the Sing in the Spirit book, the most common feedback I got from people who read the book mm-hmm. was, oh, my gosh, I think I've been seeing visions for a long time, and I didn't know what was happening because I just blew it off as my imagination or just things that I was thinking in my head. And as right. I read the book, I realized, wow, that was probably actually the Holy Spirit speaking to me, but I didn't realize it. Yeah, and, and that's what really helped me because I think, you know what I was expecting? I was actually expecting to see vortexes. Like, in, <laughs> like, in other words, that's what it means to see in the Spirit. When people say, oh, yeah, I see in the Spirit. You know, you have your angel. I was expecting to physically see. Physically, that's the misconception. That people really are expecting to see that way. Now, he showed me that, yes, I can show you. Uh, that that was just him confirming you are going down the right path. That's exactly what where I want you. This is what I want you to do. I want you to pursue it. I want to be able to walk into downtown Atlanta and see, you know, depression, anxiety written on people's, you know, foreheads. To be able to go in and absolutely deliver those people. You know, I want that. Like, I want, and I've told him that, I want to see hashtag depression. <laughs> <laughs> hashtag, you know, whatever it is that's bothering him. He And he, I think he actually, my dream the other night, that I, you know how he will sometimes use you to go heal someone in another location? Right. Right? I believe I did that in my dream. I actually delivered a man from, and I saw visibly the demons coming out of him. It was so real and he absolutely just felt like he was so relieved, but he was shaking when I saw him. When I the closer I got to him, he literally was vibrating. 
he didn't even know what to do because he was vibrating. And I grabbed his hands and I'm like, it's okay. Don't you want to be delivered from this darkness? And he just shook his head. And I literally just started commanding. And I visibly saw spirits coming out of him. I thought I woke up and I went, I think I actually did do that. I don't think. I, I believe you did. Yeah. I, I had a, a situation where a friend of mine asked me to pray for this pastor of a church who had kidney failure. He was going to be going on dialysis. He was in the hospital. He had decided to go off his kidney medication. And um, so the doctor said, well, nice work. Now you need dialysis. So <laughs> this woman sends me a message on Facebook. Hey, would you please pray for my pastor? He needs, uh, you know, new kidneys. So I went to sleep that night and had a dream. And in the dream, there's a man standing in front of me. He's got a surgical opening in his side under his rib cage. He beckons me to come towards him and to come inside and see if I could feel his kidney. So I put my hand inside of him, and I'm kind of feeling around in his internal organs, and I pull my hand out, and the dream ends. Uh So I get a message. This woman says, oh, my gosh, you're not going to believe it. They tested his kidneys, and his kidney function is normal, and he doesn't need dialysis. See, that's what what God did. Right. Um, I absolutely believe that God does that stuff. Yeah, because one of the things that was that was different is that I showed up there with the knowledge that I was there. I was brought there and someone needed to be delivered. And this person took me to this man. Right. It was like it was and he was like there was some people around. But I walked in and I said, someone here need, is, it has to be delivered They're they're, you know, suffering, and he, he literally took me to this individual. So here is where it gets really interesting, because mm-hmm. I told you I'm writing a book on traveling in the spirit. Right. What do you think you did in your dream? What do I think I did? You traveled in the spirit in your I dream mean, to go heal somebody. I've read about that. I mean, I've read about that really happening, and I'm like, wow. And then it was more, you know what it is? It's, it was more just the true, like, I felt physically there right and I when I saw those spirits coming out I would what I was so excited about is that he actually let me see the spirits right and well, I, you were in the spiritual world you were you were spirit traveling right you traveled to where he was your spirit went there yeah. and because you're in the spiritual dimension you're going to see all the demons that are in there it was it was it was amazing I mean it was truly I woke up and I was just like Wow. You know, I mean, I was just like, that was, that was just this, this week, this past week. Well, I would say the Lord is really accelerating your spiritual growth. I'm excited. I'm That's excited. very cool. I don't want to get a real job because it's going to take time away from him. <laughs> I think, I think that's maybe why I'm trying to quit my real job is <laughs> I just want to excuse you. Look at what he's done. I mean, you've been able to like kill so many people. And what yeah, that's, done. that's true. That's and true. And then you wouldn't be able to write the book that you originally wrote. Yeah. Well, and you know what else is really cool is he has opened up some really awesome, huge blocks of time at work for me to write on duty. So I'm yeah. getting paid for my employer to write and blog and connect with people, which That's is really so cool, great. too. Well, hey, Tasha, I'm going to let you go. Thank you. Really, I really enjoyed it so much. I'll be reading your next book. You're talented. You're gifted. Well, folks, that is our show for today. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks for dropping by. 
If you're new to the podcast and you haven't been to my website, you might drop by and check out the articles I have there. If you have any questions or comments about the show, you can contact me at admin at prayingmedic.com. That's A-D-M-I-N at prayingmedic.com. I'd like to thank you again for dropping by. I hope you enjoyed the show.